We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, cool. Yeah. I don't know what happened. My phone didn't ring. Usually it rings. Yeah, man. We, usually my phone and my watch rings, but it didn't do it yeah, today. My, it's kind of weird. My watch wrong, but my phone didn't. Oh. Uh, the one wrong for me. Y'all both have uh, Apple Watches? Nah, man, I man, I'm, I'm on the low budget. I got Sam. The <laughs> LG. I got the LG. Oh, you got the bootleg watch. <laughs> What's up, what's up, what's up, and welcome to the What's Up Falcons podcast. My name is Rock, and I'm joined with my boy Hoop in the house. What's happening, Hoop? Trying fellas. Six oh. and three, baby. <laughs> Six and three, <laughs> indeed. And uh, I'm joined with my boy Al, keeping it sexy G in the house. What's happening, Al? What's up, what's up, man? Took a week off, but I'm back now. So. <laughs> I had to get over a little something, you know, try to get my head back right. I get over that love hangover. We understand. <laughs> <laughs> and last, oh, but certainly not least, we have Q in the house. What's happening, Q? What's up, fellas? Q. Q what up, Algie? Good to hear your voice again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I heard the last show. <laughs> I, was, I was in shock. Hey man, you know sometimes you got to take a day off, man. The ghost of MJ was was looking for you at the end of last show, man. He said you had borrowed some pajamas from him. I know. Hey man, I got a press for him. (sighs) Good. Good. We we want to make sure you're all right, man. Make sure you weren't laying out, knocked out somewhere like Ronda Rousey. Yo, yeah, we gotta we gotta talk about that, fellas. I know it is this is a Falcon podcast, but we gotta get our digs in on that. <laughs> I mean, we can set it off with that if y'all want to, but <laughs> oh my goodness! Did y'all Boy. see it? Did y'all see the fight? Oh, everybody seen them highlights. Yeah, uh, I saw the. I went on YouTube. I, saw the somebody, <laughs> I went on YouTube. Somebody actually had the fight on YouTube, and if it hasn't been taken down, I'll send it to you afterwards. But uh, I need yeah, to she, got, she, she got her ass handed to her. She then did. I saw a video of Floyd Mayweather watching the fight on on uh, Roll Star Hip Hop, and him giggling afterwards and going, <laughs> "Yeah, it's hard to be undefeated for 19 years, <laughs> let alone where you know Ronda only had what a two year run." Yeah, exactly, man. <laughs> Man, you know how they had those little punching bags them boxers use? Yeah. You know, when they training? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what she was using them around the head for. <laughs> I see a little head going back. Pop, I know. Pop, pop, pop. Like, there was one exchange though. There was one exchange where she popped Rhonda, but Rhonda hit her so hard too, her mouthpiece flew out. They hit each other yeah. at the same time. I don't know if y'all saw that one. Yeah, I saw the fight. Yeah, I saw that. But that was that was like Rhonda's highlight. Yeah. Outside of that, it was all downhill, man. And she got, she just got beat. She got this chick is a, a boxer, professional boxer, and MMA. Ronda's mm-hmm. just a bruiser, and she goes in and she tries to put you in that lock, 
And they and that chick talked out to the the match said that they prepared for every scenario that she would bring and she did it. So it was pretty much textbook for this chick. Uh, whoever trained her did an excellent job. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I seen an interview, man. She said, oh, with all the help she had, man, it wasn't an excuse for her to lose, man. Yeah. She said she had a ton of people helping her, so she went in with that mad mindset that, you know, it's no excuse for her to come out not to win this fight. So she she handled business. Yeah, she said she was training it she was in the gym five times a day. Mm. And, you know, and running up in what high she, altitudes and everything. Did she find against me? No, women. She's trying to get me. <laughs> she should now. She beat Ronda, Ronda's butt because Ronda was, you know, could take out some dudes, but not a boxer. I Ronda, I noticed Ronda hasn't come out, come out yet, has she? Yeah, she said something. She just said that uh, she's gonna go away for a while and she'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> she did go away for a while, and she also said that she may be doing. <laughs> she may be. We don't, we don't know where she went, but she went away. You got nothing. She she's sitting somewhere. In California at home, shaking like Muhammad Ali right now. Oh, just oh, man, nah, not the greatest, nah, man. The greatest I, can't, I can't say that. Yeah, you can say that. Said, remember when he was carrying that torch in the Olympics? I was like, oh, oh hell no. I know. I thought he's gonna set the whole stadium on fire, man. <laughs> <laughs> like somebody get him. But uh, <laughs> but Runner's totally greatest alone, man. Yeah, that's too soon. But Ronda said she was going to focus on her, her acting for a little while. I think she her next thing is acting gonna, like she's a real fighter. Yeah, I think she has a, a new role. She's going to do a commercial for Nyquil. Oh, because uh, <laughs> that ass was sleeping in, in the end of the second. Oh. So, oh man, that deserves the play right there. That's a play right there. Oh, real, real, real talk though. Before we get started though, right. I think Ronda is a great fighter. I oh, think yeah. she can come back, and I think she can beat this girl. But let me just say something about Ronda, and I don't know if you guys are into the, all the stuff that I'm into, like the TMZs and the and the World Star Hip Hop. Yeah. You notice something about Ronda? She got off her game. She used to be humble. She used to be quiet. She yeah. focused on fighting. Here lately, she's been running her mouth, yeah. trying to trying to run her mouth about. Floyd Mayweather and his business. Yeah. She, she, she didn't need to be in all that. She ran her mouth. She ain't staying true to herself. She got out of character. And then she got her ass handed to her, too, because she started doing a lot of trash talking. That, and that's not the Ronda Rousey from last year this time. Right. Ronda, Ronda just fell, fell away from who she truly is. She's a great fighter, but she let all this other outside stuff talking about, I make more money than Floyd. Right. And, and I do this, and I can I think I can fight Floyd, and Floyd beats it. it, it, it look, you got nothing to do with Floyd. What do you have to do with right. Floyd? Two different sports, two different animals. She just she just got carried away. She got caught up in herself. She starts smelling did, herself, man. and she starts smelling she, herself too soon. Exactly. You know what started, to her. Right. What? Back to your point about her being, you know, kind of cocky or whatever. Yeah. It all started because he said he did not know who she was. She took offense to that. Yeah. That's, all, that's all we're starting from. <laughs> well, in, in the in the um, in the great uh, words of Mr. Jay Z, she should have said, "Well, allow me to reintroduce myself." And she should have knocked that bitch out on Saturday night, but she didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Holmes did that. She said, "Allow me to introduce my fist to your face." Damn. <laughs> but see, she was also talking mess, man, because I saw the weigh in at the weigh in. Yeah, she was talking mess. Oh, yeah, she yeah, went up to the gym. Yeah. And when they were in the ring, and you know how you're supposed to hit gloves, she wouldn't hit gloves with the girl. Yep. I saw that too. Yeah. She's not staying true to who she is now. Exactly. She's become this this Ronda Rousey that she's built up in her head that she's the best. She's the, it's too much too soon. And you can see what uh, you see what too much success too quickly can do to you. Yeah, a good dose of reality will always cure that. Some sun, sometimes the sun shines on the dog's ass. <laughs> <laughs> 
And sometimes chins <laughs> will get Al- checked. Algie, don't be using my lines now. <laughs> you don't want me coming on next hey. week talking about how sexy I am. Hey, look, we were waiting for it, but you never said it. <laughs> no, the sun didn't shine on a dog's ass Saturday night. That girl, that girl earned it. She yeah, earned it. yeah. That wasn't yeah. that, that, that one luck. That was skill. She outsmarted, exactly. outfought her, and everything. The, I think Ronda's worst mistake. Yeah, the worst the, the, the worst mistake Ronda made was uh, she should have fucking grabbed her and tried to take it to the ground. She tried. She tried, but the girl, she couldn't do it because, and the girl said it at the end. She's like, they practiced for every scenario. They knew she was good at grabbing and putting that arm lock on it. And she tried to a couple times, but she couldn't get it down. That's why. A great fighter has a plan A, plan B, C, D, E, F, G. (laughs) Rhonda knew that she couldn't fight her standing up after the first, like, couple of minutes. It was obvious Rhonda couldn't fight her standing up. So Rhonda should have just gone to plan B, C, D, and E. Get her on the ground and, and have see what she could do with that. I mean, it, she Ronda didn't fight her fight. That no. was that was mistake number one too. She thought she was just gonna come out there and outbox her because everybody's been, been blowing smoke up her ass about how good she is. She's, not she's decent, but she's not that good. Yeah, and I still want to see her fight Cyborg. I think Cyborg's gonna kick that ass too. I don't know. Cyborg says she dro- she not dropping down ten pounds now because she she got to drop down like ten pounds. Oh, well, I feel a, I feel a, I feel a rematch coming on. Oh, they're already talking about it. They're already talking about it. I think in uh, <clears throat> maybe a couple months from now, but they're already talking about it. Read it on the internet, so that's gonna be good. I think she's gonna get her ass kicked again. Man, run to get kicked again. She'll go ahead and hang it up after that one. Yep, that's a wrap. But how? Because that chick has years of experience with this stuff, man. How can run to? You know, catch up to that in just a few months. I mean, Ronda's been doing doing this fighting thing since she was a little kid. I mean, she's a, was she an Olympic athlete? No, yeah, she had judo. Olympic judo. Judo. Yeah, Olympic judo. So, I mean, so she's been fighting all of her life, and her mom was a fighter. Yeah, but they weren't boxers. And this chick is a world-renowned boxer champion. That's why she- I said Ronda's team didn't game plan. They shouldn't have gone in there trying to box with this chick. It should have been all about the takedowns. Yeah, it'll probably focus more on that the next time. And I'm sure that chick and her group is going to be planning that, so it's going to be a interesting well, thing. I know there's not a lot of film to watch on that fight. <laughs> <laughs> Floyd said, yeah, ain't no lot of film to watch on that. But Floyd said, though, if Ronda wants to come and train with the money man, he can teach her how to box. But yeah, she's, she's, too, she's, too, she's too stupid to um, to go train with the best. You know, she's too, she can't she can't humble herself and say, maybe I'll go talk to Floyd. She should. Uh, so that's not happening. It's not going to happen. But Floyd threw it out there. And Layla Ali said something too because someone was talking about her fighting her. Yeah, and Layla Ali been calling her out for years though. Yeah, she knew. Yeah, Layla like one ninety though. Layla huge man. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't mess with Layla because if she hit me, I'm gonna bite her ear. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was like, you think that next time Ronda fights this chick, she's gonna get frustrated again and just do a Mike Tyson and try to bite this chick or something? I don't think she'll even get that close, man. <laughs> I know. I would die running through a fist. Yeah, exactly. Cause she tried it this time. <laughs> hey, let's let's get to Falcons, but before we get to Falcons, I just want to say one thing. I think we all can appreciate now what Floyd Mayweather did, and maybe his fights at the end were boring. That's true. A lot of those fights at the end were boring, but I think we all can appreciate what Floyd Mayweather did for the sport of boxing. That's true. I, I'll, I'll give him that never had a problem with his fights man because floyd's been fighting the same floyd fights for years it's the new fans who yeah see him box we yeah. see him brawl he's, Tim a Tebow. he's a boxer yeah and he's skilled at it yeah that's true mm-hmm. all right fellas well let's uh get into this so 
I figure, man, we just talk about uh, the predictions for the first uh, part of the season so far, man. I mean, I guess. I know, man. I'm like seven to one, man. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Hoop is knocking people out just like Ronda got knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, we six and three. That ain't too bad. Not at all. Yeah. So, I mean, so who predicted? So you won, right, Hoop, as far as predictions? Um, I think the only time I won against the grain was the Saints. Okay. But I want to say somebody. Mm-mm. You picked the Saints. I was listening to that the other day. Bruh. I yeah, was... you did. You did. You did pick the Saints. You picked the Saints. No, no, no. That's what I meant. I picked the Saints to win, I guess. That's what I was. Oh, okay. I was on everyone else's pro Falcon. Remember, y'all was drinking all that Kool Aid and <laughs> drunk all the Kool Aid? I, I think you took the Eagles with me, too, though. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure you took the Eagles with me. Yeah. You know what? I'm, I might have lost that. That's possible. <laughs> Didn't somebody possible. take Tampa Bay? I think Q took Tampa Bay. I took Tampa Bay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Everybody like knows. Rock, like everybody knows Rock's record. It's just the opposite of the Falcons' record because Rock is going to pick Falcons <laughs> every time. Not every time. I didn't pick him last week. I think we <laughs> all did. That's right. That's right. You did. I didn't. We, I, we I mean, were shocked. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. But um, yeah, man. So yeah, they disappointed us so bad. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you know, and also, man, let's do a um, a uh, good and bad and ugly about the uh, the game so far. And I say we all just say the good moments that we had up to down, the bad, and then so on. Cool. Oh yeah. All right, we're gonna set it off with our good, bad, and ugly of the season so far. set it off go ahead well I'm probably taking one of the two obvious but I'm gonna go ahead with Devontae Freeman I would say he's been the biggest surprise of probably the whole National Football League they've just been a solid solid piece for us okay that's your only good I don't know if I agree with that though I think I think the other running back Julio Jones I'm gonna wait to my give I'm gonna argue your point (laughs) Marking your point and saying that I feel like uh, what's the other running back the one that got hurt Devin uh, Ke- Tevin Tevin uh, Coleman. Coleman yeah I think he could have had some success too if he didn't get hurt because the running game was there for him but I'm not going to say a good on the air though <laughs> I'm just saying I think producing okay I'm just saying I think any any running back I mean, what, what are you trying to say here <laughs> with, with that blocking scheme they have in, they have on the run Mm-hmm. I think any any running back could have produced. I think Steven Jackson could maybe produce. I disagree with you. They have a scheme. Sudden, they have a scheme built for the run, and that scheme works. So they should for stick his to running, that. For his running style, yes. For his running style, yes. Not no big old Steven Jackson. Right. He, he would have done nothing in that zone block. Yeah. What about the running back they let go that broke his leg last year? That was Devontae. Oh, not Devontae. That was yeah. a what, what was his name? Anton. Anton, Anton Smith. Yeah, Anton. Anton. Yeah. yeah, he's with the Bears now, right? Yeah, and Jaquiz Rogers might have had some success. I think. I think any back you put into that situation, out of those all those small backs we had, could have the same success as Freeman because I think whatever they're doing offensively, I think it's built towards that run. So. You give the man credit. Yeah, Lead the league you. in touchdowns <laughs> and rushing y'all. No, I give him credit, and they would have started him from the beginning of the season. Maybe he would have had even more success. But I'm just saying, I think that the scheme is built around the run, 
and they can block for the run. And if they stick to the run for the rest of the season, they might have better luck. But if you have Matty Ice throwing the ball 30-plus times, you're going to lose a lot of games. But go ahead. Everybody else with their good. Rock, what's your good? Well, my good, man, I'm, I'm, and you don't have to do just one. Just to, you know, let you guys know. If you just... You know, if you had a couple goods, this is put them all together. But one of my good was Freeman, of course. And I gave my good to the defense. I thought the defense out of the past four or five years, this has seen a, a tremendous improvement with it. I mean, they still have a long way to go. But I think this year I was really excited about what our defense did up until this point. And even now when they're not winning, they're still holding teams to a certain amount of points. So I have to give it to the defense. On uh, Freeman for uh, my good as far as this part of the season. What about you, uh, Q? All right. I don't want to be the, the, the negative guy. <laughs> but no, let's look at it like this. Good here. No, not you, man. Let's look at it like this. They gave up uh, 24 points or 20 points against the, the Giants. They gave up 28 points against the Cowboys, who had a backup quarterback. The Texans sucked. They gave up 21 points with them. The Redskins, they gave up 19 points. Saints gave up 31 points. The Titans game, I mean, that was a battle of of special needs, people. I mean, that final score was (laughs) 10-7, but they just barely won it. And they gave up 23 points against the, uh, the Buccaneers. Are you talking about the defense or the whole team? I'm talking about the I'm talking about the defense. Yeah, you but know, they, they held the 49ers to 16 points. But then again, that was a they lost that game, and it was a and it was a a first first start for the for the 49ers quarterback. So you don't think there's been an improvement since the when Smith since the last few years of Smitty and the first five games with uh, Quinn on the defense? I mean, I mean, it's just hard to say. I mean, they beat the Giants, but they beat them by four points. You know, it's, it's, right. the games are so close. They beat the Redskins, but it was a interception in overtime. They got they got taken to the house. So I mean, I mean, it's just right. hard to say. And right. then you know, you play the Titans, you can only put up ten points. Yeah, that's true. That's leading to the bad and ugly, though. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> that's a good segue, Al. Q, did you have any? Did you have a good? <laughs> <laughs> that was the original no, question. No, look at good. All right, I, I do have a good, and my good is Julio Jones, but it's Julio Jones for a reason. After he balled out in game one, everybody had film on him. Everyone knew what they were going to do. They still kept running those same plays that were going to get Julio killed, those bubble screens. Yeah. And Julio still produced. I don't know where Julio ranks right now. But he leads the league in receptions or yards, but he's at the he's at the top. He's in the top three at least. Right. And so, you know, if everybody's watching the watching tape and they see that you're targeting Julio, let's, let's look at it like this. Julio has more catches than Roddy White has targets. Roddy White has only been targeted targeted 30 times in nine games. Right. No, that's been all over the And radio Julio has more too. catches than that. Yeah. So how all over the radio. It, so how is it you can't stop this dude? And Julio's not Calvin Johnson. He's not super huge, big dude. I mean, right. he's still kind of skinny and lanky. How is it you can't stop this dude when you know they're going to target him 10-plus times in the game? Even when he's double-teamed most games, you still can't stop him. And in every loss they've had and every win they had, Julio's gone over 100 yards pretty much for every game. Has Julio not gone over 100 yards in a game? I don't think so. Well, that's because Julio's the truth. On the flip side of that, our team just saying, let Julio get his yards. 
we know he's going to get some and kind of shut down everything else as best that we can. There's you nothing know? else to shut down. Roddy White's not contributing. Who else is contributing? No one, no one else is really contributing. No, but I'm saying, let Matt Ryan throw the ball 20 times to Julio Jones. You know, of course, after you throw the ball 20 times to him, he's gonna, you're gonna have nice yards. Right. Don't get me wrong, Julio's a baller. Like, I yeah. might spread him at all. But I mean, that, you're, the formula's not working, obviously. Right. Not right now. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. Like, we need to balance this out. Yeah, it's not working, but at the same time, Julio's still getting a lot of catches and a lot of yards. And I'm like, at this point in the season, everyone has tape at this point in the season. And for Julio to still be able to keep balling out like this, because after the first couple of games, I said, man, Julio's going to get killed or they're going to shut Julio down. And right. no one's been able to shut the dude down. And we're nine games into the season. I got to give a lot of props to either offensive coordinator or to Julio Jones for just being a beast. And I know he's playing hurt, too. Right. And he's still going out there and balling out, still putting up big time numbers. I mean, Julio's probably on pace right now to, to, to beat a Falcons record. Who, who holds the Falcons record? Is it Ryzen? Um, uh, definitely for was, yards. I think it was Terrence Mathis. Wasn't it? Was it Terrence Mathis, Mathis or Ryzen? It's either one of them. And Julio's on track. Are you talking about the uh, regular season? Regular uh, season, record yeah. for yards? Yeah. Dude, that might be Bad Moon Ryzen. I think uh, Mathis <laughs> is the career leader. Or That's until Roddy White took over. <laughs> That's what I thought, too. So, I mean, Julio's on track to do something no one else has done. And he's doing it with everybody knowing Julio's going to get the ball 10-plus times in a game, and they still can't stop it. That's That right there is an accomplishment. No, it is. No one's taking anything away from Julio. I figured everyone would have put Julio as their good, and Julio's our Julio's shining star. Yeah, he's yeah. our shining star, so we wholeheartedly agree with you, sir. <laughs> I'm, I'm just making sure you agree with me. I'm just making sure because I know he's drawn the double team, and in that San Francisco game, they, they even triple-teamed him. They had a triple-team on him, and he was still getting loose. Yeah, he's the man. I mean, he's definitely the man, and I see why they want to continue to give him the ball. So that's my gear. That's it's Julio. I mean, Julio's the best player on the field for the Falcons. Cool. LG? There's nothing left after that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, is that a microphone? Just got? Yeah, the good, bad, and ugly. I just I dropped the damn mic, fun. bitches. <laughs> <laughs> What more can I say? Huh? I, hey, look, I just say I pick it back up what he said. <laughs> <laughs> no, but most definitely, it's definitely uh, Devontae and uh, Julio at this point of this season. I mean, you know, like I said, they the one that's, you know, contributing the most up to this point. You know, other than that, man, they still got a long way to go and a lot of work to do. So there's really no, you know, nothing coming from nowhere else, you know, on the offensive side or the defensive side, really. That's true. Uh, again, man. I mean, they just got a lot of work to do. Hopefully, it changes after this bye week. But you know, it's really you know not too much good to focus on. But those two guys, really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True that. Uh, who do you have a bad man for the for I have the season? A bad. I have uh, the pass rush. Yo. You guys hear me? Yes, yes, sir. Okay, I have the pass rush. Looks uh, like we are ranked thirty first in the league in SQ. You know, I'll jump on a Q bandwagon. He's been pretty vocal about the lack of pass rush and, you know, the uh, front office uh, emphasis on trying to get some folks in here and just not getting the job done. We have 10 sacks right. in the first uh, eight games, and that's unacceptable. Right. All right. LG? That's it. Yeah, I think my bad. I'm going to have to give it to uh, Quinn, man. Uh, I don't think he's uh, digging deep into these guys like he did in Seattle. I mean, I don't see him bringing out the uh, 
did the boom and these guys like he did with those guys over there. I know, of course, this is a different, you know, um, group of guys he's working with. Yeah, he's working with Corey Beardman. Oh! <laughs> uh, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, you know, you know, the whole defense, not just one person, but, but you know, man, the way he, you know, was able to get those guys to play in Seattle, man, I figured, you know, he'd come up here, you know, kind of in, in, in put the same thing in the guys. It kind of started off at the beginning of the season. They kind of right. fell off, but you know, I'm still waiting to see that that boom mentality that he's supposed to be bringing here, man. So that's my bad. All right, cool. Well, man, my bad is uh, I'm gonna give it to Matt Ryan, and I will get it to him for being, you know, in the NFL for seven uh, seasons so far. And even though I know the the offensive line is a work in progress, and you know, they're doing what they can, it's makeshift. But Matt still has to get rid of that ball faster than what he's doing. I mean, he has to, you got to look at him at the end of the day. They've moved a lot of things around and, you know, the, for the offense to not put, you know, points on the board as much as they're, you know, not doing lately. And after mm-hmm. this guy's been in it for so long, you got to look at him too, man. Like Tom Brady, I heard Tom Brady in the all season goes to California and trains with somebody about his release, his, you know, the way he's handling the ball. I think Matt needs to be doing the same thing. But you know what? If Matt plays maybe five or six more years, you know he'll have Hall of Fame numbers. This guy can make it to the Hall of Fame without even making an appearance in the Super Bowl. Hey, look at it like this. Matt Ryan is having his third best year as a Falcon right now, and we're six and three. Yeah. Third best year as a Falcon. Yeah. But think about it, though. This guy can make the Hall of Fame without even making an appearance to the Super Bowl on his stats alone. I know. That's crazy. Uh, I don't yeah, know if sure Matt Ryan is a Hall of Fame quarterback. No, no. The stats, the stats are there. Hoop, he's still there? If he played. If he played oh, five here. more years, he's, he's, they say he's on the pace to surpass Dan Marino. What? And he's he's won one, one damn yeah. playoff, playoff game? Playoff game, yeah. One playoff game. He can make the Hall of Fame. That's crazy. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> amazing. I mean, he's going to be the first. He's going to be the first uh, all-time league passer not to make the Hall of Fame. That's going to be amazing. Six, <laughs> he's, com- yeah. he's completing uh, 67% of his passes this season. Yeah. That's great, man. Compared to 2012, 2012 was his best year. Yeah. He completed he completed 69%. So. Hey, that's I mean, a high percentage, man. Well, Q, I mean, it's a high percentage, and he's he's th- he's averaging more yards than he's ever averaged. He's averaging three hundred point two yards a game, and he's never averaged in the three hundreds before. Closest he ever got was uh, twenty twelve season when he got two ninety four point nine. So, I mean, Matt's Matt's trying to do his thing, but he's, yeah, but how much longer? He's not getting better. <laughs> he's already thrown seven interceptions through nine games. Yeah. Well, what's your bad, Q? Is it you have something different or? My bad is going to be, uh, yeah, I got something different. I got, I got shit all day for you. I wasn't my trying bad, to be funny. My Rick. bad is Vic Beasley through nine games, first round draft uh, pick through nine games. He has 19 tackles with two sacks. Oh, that's good. Okay. Let's, let's, let's compare that to Croy Beerman at this point right now. Oh yeah. Croy Beerman has 30 tackles with one sack. Right. Mm. So we Beerman, Basically, yeah. Hey, I agree, man. And that was my other bad. I didn't say it, but I figured somebody would. But yeah, starting to look that way. But the only saving grace for him is he's only played. Saving grace. Well, no, it is. 
first round draft pick bust. Nine games, it's official. He's a bust. Yeah, not, <laughs> no, that's not true. You know, that's not true. We have other big busts on our damn team that I was going to talk about later. <laughs> but, hey, they call Roddy White a bust, too. His yeah. first year was awful. And we have Put some that people that we picked up last year. That Roddy White picked it up a lot bust. sooner, though. Oh, sooner yeah. than later. <laughs> His rookie year wasn't good, though. No. All right. But do we need to do an ugly? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I think the mm-hmm. ugly is the fact that they lost to some of the teams they lost to, like Jameis Winston. Yeah, that that's is ugly. ugly. Losing to Jameis, losing to all these rookie quarterbacks, and that's the pace that we're on, man. We hadn't what have we even lost to a starting quarterback yet, other than Drew Brees? That's a good question. Though. That's it. Yeah, you're right. That's it. <laughs> you know. That's the only crazy. starting quarterback that's beat us, full-time starter that's beat us is Drew Brees. Other than that, we lost to Blaine Gabbert, who right. was a first-time starter for the, for the 49ers, at least. Right. And Jameis Winston, who's a rookie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's a starter, but he's a rookie, you know? <laughs> yeah. and, then, and now we got a, we got a 40-year-old Hasselback coming up this week, and you know, uh, I mean, would this continue this week, or would they finally get on pace, man? It's it's hard and, to tell. Well, and don't forget about the Redskin game. We won that game, but it went to overtime. We won it right. in overtime right. due to the fact that the quarterback threw a pick six. But Well, Hasselback can beat us, man. If, if Jameis Winston can beat us, yeah, Hasselback can definitely, can definitely beat, us. beat us, you know? That dude went to a Super Bowl. Right. So if we can't get any pressure on him, yeah, he can definitely beat us, man. You know, and that we'll leave that and just go into you know talking about the bus that we have or what can we do is if anything because I don't think we're going to have an injury report. Like, well, today I heard that they're practicing on the basic stuff at the Flowery Branch. They're they're doing a lot of uh, red red zone drills, and which is uh, a good idea. Yeah, it's a very good idea. It's a good idea. Yeah, great. You're nine games into the season. You should be working on basics. <laughs> That's what that's what yeah, that's what spring training is for. That's that was my other, my next point, man. It's a it's a good idea, but it's a shame that they have to do that. Mm-hmm. But and then I, but I heard that they were also doing. I saw that on Twitter that they were working on like uh, pivot spins. And uh, I'm mm-hmm. not sure. I'll, that's basics. That's basics. <laughs> I mean, they're the point they're just trying to figure it out, man. I mean, it's they're, they're just a desperation to to seem to me. They're trying to figure out what they can do to get this thing back on track, man. Like the first uh, four to five games, man. They just don't know. Like you said, I think a lot of teams just figured them out, man. They right. studied the film and they just kind of sh- shut down, you know, the whole game plan, you know, and we just haven't had an answer for it. And this is the most embarrassing thing that they're having to work on. Ball hiking and handling. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's the most embarrassing thing. That's one of the things they was working on this week, I heard. Yeah. For them to have to work on that, hiking the damn ball. <laughs> I can understand getting, you know, an, you know, a turnover, someone reaching for it and grabbing it. But you have to work on just hiking it, your center, hiking it to your quarterback and your quarterback handing the ball off. Yeah. Yeah. Basic snaps, man. Basic yeah. snaps. And we can't get that done. And it's nine games into the season. Yeah. It's that read option, though. They try to put the read option in. The read option doesn't work, but they still continue to try to do it. It's time to let it go. They've fumbled the ball at least three or four times on the read option. It's time to let it go. Oh, Q, do you think they need to work on something that they something else that they've done before or something new? Because, 
you know, it seems like, you know, if they can get the basic stuff that has worked for them in the first five games, it's a, it's a little crazy to try something really crazy and exotic now. Well, you know, it's not crazy because because what they was doing before is not working. Well, the first so, five game it, five games it was, but I think yeah. But those teams that we played in the first five games weren't the teams we thought they were. The Giants are four, five now. They lost to the Patriots yesterday. The yeah. Eagles are a four win team, if that. The Redskins horrible. I mean, a lot of those teams we played in the first few games we thought they yeah. were better than they were, yeah. and they, they and then, turns out they suck. And then the Redskins turned around and blows out the Saints, who we lost to, and we beat the Redskins. And the Saints suck, too. Yeah, and they (laughs) suck, too. No, and I agree with that, man. I mean, those teams aren't living up to what we thought they were. But I still think that they have something going on. But look at Rock, answer this question for me. Do you think the Falcons can beat Carolina twice this season? No. No, sir. No. Well, there you go. They need to do that in order to... I they know. need to do that in order to keep pace. But what I'm yes, saying sir. is, because the Saints want to—I mean, the Panthers won again yesterday. But what I'm saying is, mm-hmm. they didn't start the messing. Panthers are for real. Yeah, the Panthers are definitely for real. But the, even though the teams we played that we won weren't as good as we thought they were going to be, still the Falcons start losing games because of their mistakes. It wasn't because other teams were beating them down. They start messing up on the. We were shooting ourselves in the foot. I, I agree with you on that too. Yeah, but good, good teams don't do that. I know. So we have to work on what what happened. We got to figure out. They have to figure out what happened. Which I'm thinking they. That's hopefully that's what they've been doing. Except for Corey Beerman. Let me not to get off the subject. That chunk in Mexico, happened. chilling on the beach with <laughs> yeah, his wife. Chilling on vacation in Mexico right now. And his hot <laughs> stepdaughter. <laughs> All I'm saying is, what a family I would have. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, I, I hear Bill Cosby calling it. <laughs> You're definitely right. <laughs> oh, well, I'm to open up a cane. You don't open up a cane. You know that's what he's thinking. You saw those pictures? <laughs> I haven't seen them. Come here, daddy's little girl. All right. Due to the fact that she's under the age of 18. No, she's 18. She's oh, she's legal. 18? Yes. Oh, okay. She's I'll, let you, I'll let you have that one then. Okay, you bad girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. I'm getting back on focus. <laughs> oh, my goodness, boy. But, hey, oh, all right. Biggest, biggest point, biggest thing with the Falcons right now is, and it's obvious to anyone that watches every game, and I'm sure you guys know this already, it's pass rush. We have no pass rush, and our cornerbacks suck. Yeah, I don't know what the big talk is about True Font, man. I mean, he had his, you know, little plays here and there, but he's not shut down to me. I don't get it. I don't know what the Pro Bowl talk and all this stuff be about True Font, but he hasn't really showed me Pro Bowl stuff, man. I haven't seen anything out of True Font. Yeah, me either. But and you're listening to the What's Up Falcons podcast. And who's our number one? Who's our number one uh, corner? If we played the Lions right now, who's covering Calvin Johnson? Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's not a number one corner. He's not even a, a second, a second option corner. I mean, he is horrible. Right. And yeah. I know a lot of it has to do with the pass rush. You don't get pass rush, and you give people like Jameis Winston all day to throw. They're eventually going to kill you. But well, and again, that's a good point because if you're not getting that push up front, of course, you know the DB is going to look bad also because they can't hold those receivers, you know, but for, but for so long. 
Right. So, I mean, they got to have some help up front, too. So I can't put it all on them. You know, you can if we had a pass rush and they was playing that way. But, you know, for them to have to cover receiver for a certain amount of time with no pass rush to make anybody look bad. And speaking of that, then, it seems like the only person that's been most consistently effective for us for any kind of pass rush has been Schofield. You think this time from this point, maybe we should switch positions with him and Beasley? You think that'll... That's not easily done. I mean, isn't he a linebacker? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's a that's a hard transition. Defensive end and linebacker is a hard transition, so I don't know if that's the case. I think Durant, man, I think Durant been pretty good on defense, too. You know, he just hasn't been that healthy the last couple of games, but we need to get Durant back on the field, too. Durant, yeah. 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 Yeah, he's pretty tough. I like him. Well, I'll pose another question, fellas. What about big baby Hageman? I'm beginning to think he's a bust. Uh, I'm going to say, what about him? Yeah, <laughs> I think he's a bust because, you know, after last first year, you know, he had his yeah. issues and stuff. And then at the beginning of this year, he seemed to have gotten back into shape and uh, seems to got his head on right. But we haven't heard anything. You rarely hear his name. Yeah, he's a bust. Yeah, I think. Yeah, because he was our second round pick, right? Last year. I believe yeah. so. And then, and then it's, you know, taking us back to the front office, man, with Dimitrov, man, and finding the right talent, man, you know, to, to put on the team. I mean, that just hasn't happened the last few years. I mean, I don't know how, how his eyes see, you know, for these college guys when he's looking at them, but, you know, well, hey, he's, just not, he's, he's just not picking them right, man. Well, hey, Al, let me, let me, let me uh, hold that thought real fast. That comes into a new part. I mean, a good thing we can put in right now. We had a, we had a, Imagine this. Someone actually called in and left a question for us. And uh, we'll play that and then we can answer it and talk about it. So it's our for our new and I think only fan, Aries Falcon from uh, Long Beach. And we'll play his voicemail and then he has a pretty good question related to what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to go. I'm going to play it and you guys can hear it. So hold on. Hey, what's up, man? It's your boy, Aries Falcon, man. I'm calling him. Uh, loyal, diehard Falcon fan. Have been, I was 12, 13 years old. Um, something needs to change about this. The offensive team, is, do you think Kyle Shanahan is to blame? Or is it Thomas Mitrov for not getting the right person? You guys let me know. Later. So that kind of led into what you were talking about, Al. He's, that's what he's asking. What do y'all guys think? Yeah, I think he's asking the right questions. I mean, I think it's got to do with both of those guys because Shanahan, you know, it starts with him as far as calling the plays. And we see he's calling the same plays every game, which everybody knows what he's going to call, you know. And as far as the, the talent that we have, of course, that goes back to Dimitrov, who's, you know, bringing these guys in. So, you know, it's a, it's a good question, man. And that's a question everybody's asking and wondering why he's still here when Mike Smith had left. You know, everybody thought he should have left with him. You know, I think we should have started fresh all together in that office, man. But, you know, we still got some of the same issues with this guy in the office that we had, you know, with all the other coaches that we don't have. So right. the saga continues. <laughs> I think he has you know? nudie pictures of... Uh, of <laughs> <laughs> I think he has some nudie pictures on somebody. Who, Thomas? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he should have been gone, man. Yeah, I think Arthur should have got rid of both of them. 
but yeah, I, I, I will have a feeling that will change if the season continues on the train that is on. I mean, especially if we don't make the playoffs, he's definitely gone. But I don't, yeah. I'm not ready to throw the towel in on Shanahan yet. But uh, I'll, I'll give him one more season. But as far as Thomas, you know. He's having some success, but if you look at some of the games, though, I mean, he's putting up some low numbers. I think, who was it? Tennessee game, 10 points. Yeah. This, this Falcon offense can only put up 10 points. Are you that's, kidding me? Yeah, that's embarrassing. And the plays that Shanahan are calling in a Matt, man. I mean, all these forced plays to Julio, you know, you got other guys, you know, open or right. he can try to target. But we forcing it, you know, in a, in a three-man coverage, trying to get the ball to Julio, you know, forcing balls to Julio, getting Julio almost, you know, knocked out of games, you know. You know, these these plays that he's sending in, man, he's going to get somebody hurt, man. I mean, if people are figuring out, you know, the slant, the bubble screen, it's the same, you know, the same old, same old every week. So right. he, he's really got to sit down and, and come up with something, man, to, you know, mix up the playbook, man. Because a lot of these plays got to go now, but they're not working. I mean, the, the 49ers exposed us. Yeah. We can't handle yeah. the blitz. The 49ers uh, blitzed 65% of our snaps. Right. And had they blitzed more, they probably they probably would have had a, an even better day on us. We can't handle the blitz. So that's number one. That's, exactly, man. I mean, and that's another thing, man. I mean, we bring in our, our offensive line. We, I don't know. We, can, we can't beef them up for some reason, man. I don't know why Dimitrov won't beef up the line. You know, all these guys have these big 300-pounders up front, man. We keep having these undersized guys, man. You know, they try to use quickness, but they getting pushed around, you know. And Matt is not built for that. I can see if it was Aaron Rodgers who can move around or Drew Brees who can move around in the parking and kind of, you know, make plays happen if you got a smaller line. But Matt not built for that, man. You got to have a stout line in front of him so he can be successful, man. And what we got is not going to work for Matt Ryan, man. I'm telling you. You know. I agree. <clears throat> I agree, fellas. It's not going to work for anyone in the league. Yeah, because, you know, Matt snapped the ball, man. You know, half the time he's getting his foot stepped on because the guy getting pushed back. <laughs> yeah. You know? And, yeah, so, it's a matter of time before he gets turf toe again. <laughs> so we, <laughs> no, we, you don't want that. I, mean, I know. Matt that's... is putting up decent numbers. We don't want a backup coming in. So hopefully <laughs> Matt and Julio can stay healthy. Exactly. I, <clears throat> the other thing, too, is, you know, Devin Hester came back to practice full speed today. He can't play this game coming up because he was put on short-term uh, IR, uh, short-term injured reserve. Yeah, two more weeks, two more weeks. So, you know, I think December 6th or something like that is two more weeks. So, you know, we'll see what it's like when Hester gets back on the field. But, you know, we don't know anything about what Hester's doing. Is Hester going to play receiver? I, I know he's a, he's going to do kickoff return and pump returns, but is he going right. to play receiver? He needs to play receiver. We need another option out there. We don't have a tight end, truly. Well, so I we heard need it, another threat. Well, I heard on the radio today that he was just getting used to just dusting the the dust off the helmet and getting out on the field just to do yeah. returns and stuff. So I don't think we may see him during the regular season doing anything crazy and maybe in the playoffs, but I'm, I'm thinking not to next year before you see something with him significant. Yeah, and I heard he's uh, still trying to get his confidence up about the toe thing. So he's still not confident about you know you know pushing it you know as far as you know working with his his injury. So he says he's still building confidence on how that toe is going to react when he gets back out there. Yeah, and that worries me also too because I mean it's not his first time with turf toe. So I mean he should know 
you know, what to expect. So that worries me too. I'm like, we're in a bad situation going into <laughs> going into the final part of the season. December. Where we got where we got to play. Yeah. The Saints again, who already beat us. The Buccaneers, who already beat us. And two times we got to play the Panthers, Carolina, who are undefeated. Well, that goes into a good wrap-up predictions, man. So, uh, continue your train of thought. So, what are you predicting on uh, the rest of this season from what you've seen so far? Yeah. I mean, does anyone, have the, does anyone have the schedule in front of them? Let's look at the schedule uh, real quick. I'm not going to predict the rest of the season. I'm going to take it game by game, man. <laughs> I'm taking game, I'll take game, stick with game by look game. That far ahead. Yeah, I'm not gonna look that far ahead right now. Here, I'll look at <laughs> I'm just trying to let them get over this hump, man. Let's I'm see. gonna start with next week, this Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> We're here. I'm pulling it up. Uh, all right, here we are. I got it pulled up. Okay, so, so we got the Colts. Yes. This Sunday at one o'clock. Right. Backup quarterback. Can the Falcons do it? Thirty-nine year old Hasselback. Um, damn. It don't even <laughs> age don't even matter because shit. Right. Until lately, Peyton Manning was winning games. All right, I'm gonna cast my feet to the wind because this is the What's Up Falcons podcast. <laughs> Road, ride oh, or die. I'm oh gonna, yeah. I'm gonna pray that you know they turned it. They did something. I'm not going to say it's going to be easy, but I'm going to roll with the Falcons over the Colts, but barely. Yeah, I'm about to roll with them this week, too. Coming off the bye, man, I hope they get a uh, physical and mental, you know, thing together, man, and come out with their head to the end to the, to the rest of this season starting this Sunday. So I'm going to roll with them, man, on a win this weekend. Probably not by much, probably by a few ago, but I'm, I'm hoping they pull this one out. What about you, Q? I'm going to say I'm with you, fellas. I'm with you, fellas. They had a bye. And then they play at home. And they play a quarterback that's making this, I think, I believe this is going to be his first start of the season. Which doesn't mean a lot because uh, the quarterbacks that made their first start of the season have beat us. (laughs) 49ers. But uh, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and say with the bye and playing another quarterback and having time to prepare for it. Because they didn't really have time to prepare for Blaine Gabbert because they waited. This, the 49ers waited to the last minute to say, okay, Kaepernick's yeah. not starting. So, you know, you know you're game planning for one quarterback and you get someone else. You know, you just, it kind of happens. But I'm going to give it to him for, for the Colts mm-hmm. at home. And and I think that's another stat. I think they like 6-0 and coming out of the bye. So some kind of, you know, record like that. So I'm going I'm to roll with them on this one. Mm-hmm. What about you, Rock? For the Falcons, for yeah. the, against the Colts, yeah, I went Falcons. You went Falcons, okay. Yeah. Let's let's dig, let's dig into the the rest of the schedule then. Yeah, let's do a it. week. A week later, you get the Vikings at home. Adrian Peterson ran for over, I believe he ran for over two hundred yards yesterday. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, uh, Teddy Bridgewater beat us last year without AP. Right. Mm, the rest of the schedule is not looking good, man. Yeah, I'm gonna. <laughs> I know, Rock. I know. I, I know, know, man. I know. I know. Godly, but I shit, they going into the Vikings, man. They not gonna win that. I'm gonna go against them as well. Against the Vikings? No, against the the Falcons. Against the Falcons. 
Yeah, we struggle. We, uh, we struggle on rolling San Francisco. Man, <laughs> we going to Minnesota against AP. Come on. What about what about this? What about traveling this time to Tampa Bay? I don't think I, know I don't think they're going to beat think, us twice. Yeah, I think that's a possible win. Yeah. Okay, I believe so too. After that, Panthers. Oh, that's a loss. On the road. That's now, a loss. You know what? I'm going to say Falcons going to get the Panthers then. Because I think the Panthers is going to lose a game by then. Cam always gets up for this game, man. Cam always oh. gets up for this game. He, he, does, he, he does, but that's still uh, two, mm. three games away, and a lot can happen in between them. So. He could have a turnover. Yeah. He have a turnover. Another he, turnover <laughs> in that truck. He, yeah, that's exactly. The only thing going to stop him, man. That's let the me just say this. Stop. Yeah, let me just say this. This dude got into a car accident last year. I know. A few days before he played the Falcons. <laughs> His car turned over like two times. He had the same injury that Tony Romo had last year that kept Tony Romo out of most of last year. And what did he do? He still be. I'm Falcons. not gay did, no more. He, he's starting to look like Superman for real, but uh Yeah, I'm taking I'm taking the Panthers. <laughs> I think he I think he's at home. No. And on the road. I think no. Especially and on the road. no. Especially after yesterday's game, I think he's starting to get Ronda Rousey syndrome. You know, he's in somebody else's house and showing up like that, and the whole team wanted to kill him. So yeah, but they can't, still can't stop. Him, <laughs> that, yeah, still you, can't stop. They him. can't. They can't stop him then. But his luck going to come to Until an end. Until somebody like stop him, man, he can keep on doing what he's doing. Oh yeah, I'd have no problems yeah. with what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's next, Q? Jaguars. It's the Jaguars, and I think I think that should be a gimme, yeah. even though it's on the road. I think it we have enough to beat be. the Jaguars on the road. Should if they lose, be. if they lose that game, you know the Falcons are not the Falcons, and you know the season's officially over. Even if they can't get a wild card spot, you know they're going out in the first, in the first round. You know the Jaguars got a win yesterday, so they kind of bumped up in their division. You know their division is not that good, but they're in the running in their division, so that's not going to be. An easy game as we, you know, yeah, be. yeah. The Falcons, so. the Jags do have something to play for, so yeah, yeah, uh, they got their confidence up last week, so yeah. All right, after that, what do we have? We get the Panthers, Panthers at home again. this time. Uh, I don't think which, it's which definitely. you might think. Well, remember though, Cam Newton yeah. went to high school. Well, that's what I'm going to say. This he could probably be even worse when he come here. Yeah. <laughs> he got yeah, a, lot, even know. a lot, if, lot of family here. If somebody can figure it out real quick, I would I would like to see what uh, Cam Noon's record is against the Falcons while we're talking about it. If uh, somebody's on a computer, I'm on my, my smartphone. But if someone's on a computer, if you can see what Cam's Noon, Cam yeah. Noon's record is against the Falcons, I think Cam Noon has a winning percentage against the Falcons. I know they beat him a couple of times. <sighs> Uh, Panthers at home against the Falcons. I'm going Panthers. I'm going Panthers to, to whoop us both games. Yeah, Close games. Good, good, tough. interesting, fun games to watch. Maybe, maybe one of them might go to overtime. Yeah, I gave. I'm giving it to the Panthers. Um, well, if, if, I, I don't see us going in overtime. With well, you know these divisional games, man. They they are always close. I mean, look at the look at the. Tampa I don't think it's gonna be game. close with the Panthers, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's gonna be close with the Panthers. I mean, they, I think the Falcons, especially, especially we're not putting up any points right now. That's our problem. What year did Cam play for? Um, start with the uh, Panthers. It's only like his, what is this like his third or fourth year in the league? I think it's his fourth, isn't it? 
Yeah. Or just fifth. Google. No, he was, just Google Cam Newton right. stats versus Falcons. I did. Come right up. I did, but it didn't. I have to click on a link. But um, uh, this is say 2010, and um, losers, losers. We beat him. We beat them every game in 2010. We that beat, was his rookie year. And then um, I think we beat them every game in 2011. Loser, yeah. And uh, we beat them in one game in 2012, and then they beat us one game in 2012. And then in 2013, we beat them both games. Hmm. And then uh, this year, I mean, 2014, they beat us one, and we beat them one. So, with that one, they beat us. This is the one to go to the playoffs. This is the one we should have won. Yeah, and we won that game. We wouldn't got to the playoffs. So pretty much, we've been handing them their ass, it's just like running out. She got her ass handed to her. But uh, that may change. <laughs> Don't make Ronda Rousey call into the podcast show. She might call in. Don't wish, make her do it. I wish she would. I was like, hold on. Is, is, let me get Heidi Holmes on the line. <laughs> uh, Heidi, <laughs> could you come handle my uh, lightweight stuff? <laughs> but, but all right, man. <laughs> so you listening to that open challenge right now? Open challenge to I Ronda? I have an open challenge to Ronda Rousey in a... To fight you? Yes, in oh. a in a uh, what you call it a uh, a professional wrestling fight where no one gets hurt. No, in a Vaseline pool fight, <laughs> <laughs> a t-shirt Vaseline pool fight. It's a cause. I say it's a Jello fight. <laughs> it's a Jello. Oh. Yeah, it's a Jello fight. Jello fight with the cons. J E L L O. Breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. Saints five. Rob Ryan. I heard that was uh, coming. That was coming to. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's that's not a very. That's not a surprise. But it's, mm. it, they finally did it tonight. Yeah. Well, then that leads us to our next game. Last game of the season, January third, against the Saints. I roll them Falcons. I'm rolling Falcons too for that game. Oh, but yeah. at the same time, they beat us with a sorry ass defensive coordinator. Now they can beat us with no defensive coordinator. <laughs> so just watch out for that. <laughs> Is that the last one? That's the last one. All right, cool, man. Well So uh, so what would that make the record? Be determined what would that make the record look like? Let's see. Okay, what are we right now? Six and three? Yes. And we say we're gonna beat the Colts? Yes. That's seven and three. What do we say about the Vikings? Vikings going to get us. Yeah, loss. So it makes us 7-4. and four. What about the Buccaneers on the road? I say win. So it makes us 8-4. and four. What about the Panthers? It's a loss. 8-5. What about the Jaguars? Win. Mm, I go win, but, you know, it's in the air still. That put us 9-5. What about the Panthers again at home? Win. Loss. Win. Yeah, I'm saying loss, too. <laughs> I'm going to say that puts us at 9-6. and six. <laughs> And then we can beat the Saints to finish the season 10-6. So. Best case scenario, Falcons finish the season ten and six. If they don't finish the season ten and six, Thomas Dimitrov got to go. And there you have it, everybody. The What's Up Falcons prediction for the Atlanta Falcons for the rest of the season. So we'll see. Tune in. Make sure you see, see the results with it. And you listening to the What's Up Falcons podcast. All right. Before we wrap it up, uh, now I do want to say this. What's that? If the Falcons can find a way to win more than 10 games, okay. we, will, we will send 
our best podcast listener to a party, Cinco de Mayo, <laughs> with Sammy Socialite. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> yes. So if you're a big time Falcons, what's up Falcons podcast listener, and you want to go hang out with Sammy Socialite on Cinco de Mayo, just work on your Spanish, because it's going to be homo estas. I mean, I mean, como estas. Hey, man, that's going to be a good time. Somebody would be lucky to hang out with that guy. It'll be a great time. Is Maybe you'll win, Q. Homo estas. <laughs> Maybe you'll win, Q. Maybe, you know, maybe you'll win. <laughs> I hope you I told you if I win I'm wearing a pink jersey <laughs> cut off Q get a VIP treatment <laughs> it's probably gonna be algae end up winning you got to wear them sexy pajamas hey look I'm not even entering can't win if you don't play <laughs> that is true that is true <laughs> All right, well, do we have any uh, cue? Is there anybody uh, that wants to call, uh, come in or call in? Any uh, mystery guests we have uh, on this bi-weekend show? Hello? Did you say bi-weekend? <laughs> you said bi-weekend. Uh, Michael Jackson might jump on the phone. I mean, the ghost of MJ. Oh, is he around? I can get him. All right. Ghost of MJ, come here for a second. What's up, Falcons Podcast? What's up, Ghost of MJ? Yeah, how y'all doing? Oh man, we we're doing all right, man. We're doing is, okay. Is Greg there? <laughs> Unfortunately, you missed. <laughs> you missed him. He had to go. I think he heard you were coming. Well, I'm gonna have to go soon too, then, because I don't want to talk to you fellas. <laughs> Ooh, man, that's not right. <laughs> you want to talk to Greg and his How's baby? Where's my pajamas? <laughs> I'm wrapping them up as we speak. Okay, perfect. Thank you. They're dry clean only, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> of course, nothing but the best for you, Mike. That's right. <laughs> so MJ, we were just wrapping up the season, you know, so far, and uh, we were talking about what's going to happen for the rest of the games. Uh, well, MJ doesn't believe in wrapping anything up. He likes to come oh! on little crackers. <laughs> you have to beat that one again. I used it twice. I but think... what were you saying, Rock? So what what are your predictions, MJ, for uh, the rest of the season for the Falcons? Do you think they can they turn this thing around? I don't think they can turn it around. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nine wins. Nine wins, huh? <laughs> I don't know what's so funny about that algae. <laughs> we predicted 10 wins. <laughs> you predicted nine, huh? I'm only predicting nine, yes. Just okay. nine. Why, why nine? Any particular reason? I just don't think you guys can do it. You don't have the heart. Oh, well. <laughs> you got nothing to say about that, huh, Rock? <laughs> no. Is your I... mohawk cut too tight? Oh, yeah. Nah, it's not good at all, and I don't have a mohawk. That was in the time past. I saw you had a mohawk. Remember <laughs> that time you were eight and came to my house? Oh no, I don't remember that. Of course you don't. I gave you Jesus juice. 
Ooh, Rocky, tell me about that. Because uh, it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it happened. You just don't remember it. <laughs> oh, oh, man. <laughs> All right, right, MJ. Right. <laughs> well, MJ, um, what can yes, I- Rock. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're glad you you were able to show up to uh, participate on this uh, episode. Even though this is probably like one of our longest episodes we've had in a while. Yeah, it has been a long time. I'm trying to watch Monday Night Football, so hurry up. Okay, but oh, I wanted to tell you, MJ, someone finally called in and left a message. Thanks to you putting out the phone number out there, so we really appreciate that. Thanks, MJ. Was it that nigga from Compton? (laughs) (laughs) No, it was Aries Falcon. That's who it was. Aries Falcon? Yeah. Hmm. He's, He's from California, I think Long Beach. How old is he? I don't know. He sounds young. <laughs> sounds young. Yeah, he does. Like Macaulay Culkin or like Webster. Um, <laughs> not that young, MJ. That's a great sound effect, Rock. Keep it up. <laughs> You're on your way. <laughs> All right. Well, MJ, since you're here, will you give out our number again, just in case we get another fan that's listening uh, that want to call in and give a shout out? We'll play it on the air. Yes, it's 770-268-0555. And if you're under the age of five, please call. (laughs) 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 On that note, fellas, uh, we're going to have to wrap it up before we get in trouble. (laughs) I'm not going to get in trouble. You got the ghost of MJ to protect you. Yeah. (laughs) All right. You sure Greg's not available? He's he's my favorite. I love him. I love him, Rock. Uh, You you love him? I love him. I love him. Where's he at? He's gone, man. He's gone. You you got on a little too uh, too late for him. He may be back next week, you know. I think he had to go and try one of uh, Patty LaBelle's famous sweet potato pies she just put on the market. Mm, <laughs> I don't like fish. Okay. <laughs> I said sweet potato pie, so... Um, All I heard was Patty LaBelle and I don't like fish. Yeah, especially that old fish. <laughs> okay. That's neither here nor there, Rock. <laughs> Your mohawks cut too tight. <laughs> High and tight, my friend. High and tight. You well, still haven't heard from Bubbles? No, nothing from Bubbles, but hmm, hmm. <laughs> nothing from Bubbles, man. Yeah, we'll we'll keep looking for for him. Am I gonna meet Bill Cosby soon? I don't know. Maybe uh, I'll see if I can get in touch with Cosby, and maybe he can show up next week. No, that's gonna be a lot of work. <laughs> Hey man, that's what we do. We bring quality entertainment for our listeners. I don't know about quality. <laughs> hey man, quality. We're getting great feedback, so we're doing a we're doing a good from who? <laughs> Tell me who? From Aries, one of our new listeners, Aries Falcon. He really he said keep up the good work. So we're doing some good things. Interesting. <laughs> And we have to thank you too. I think you've helped with that, MJ. 
Ghost is I know, I know I did. I got millions of fans around the world. <laughs> millions of fans. All right, well, they all saw Moonwalker. <laughs> Just make sure they're of age. That's all. I can't promise anything. <laughs> all right. Well, MJ, thank you. And thank- You're welcome, Rock. <laughs> Thank everybody for listening, and we will see you guys next week. Okay, Rock, you and your wife go make some babies. <laughs> <laughs> Peace. Peace. <laughs>